The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. The Vancouver Canucks cannot stop winning, but are they a little bit fraudulent, okay? Five goals on 16 shots last night. Are we raiding on the parade? Are we really doing this, Kyle? Find out next year on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host here of Locked On Canucks, and also a Canucks writer over at Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into the show, we got to thank you, yes you, for tuning into Locked On Canucks. Is your team, no scratch that, your Canucks every day. Make sure you go subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Coming up on today's episode, we got to ask the hard question, okay? I, I don't know if we got up on the wrong side of the better what, but the Vancouver Canucks won again last night, scoring five goals on 16 shots against the Ottawa Senators. Are they a bit fraudulent? We're going <laughs> to dive into that and do a very, very quick weekend preview because, hey, it's the long weekend, baby. You know, we want to get out of here. We want to get moving and grooving on a long weekend in November. But before we do that, let me introduce my co-host, Kyle Bowen. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, and uh, I'm excited to have this conversation because it's not what it seems, okay? It's not what it seems. In fact, it's probably just going to be a bashing of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Oilers lost to the Sharks. Uh, the Canucks ruined the Edmonton Oilers, and I feel as if a big reason why there are some skeptics, I feel like a lot of them are coming from the East talking about uh, PDO, PDO, look at their PDO. Oh, this team's getting lucky. Look at their PDO, PDO. It's like, dude, relax, okay? Uh, watch the games. We're, we're, we're getting lucky, but I feel like we're only getting lucky because we're good. You get what I'm saying? And we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. I think also some people are not giving the Canucks enough credit because of the fact that we've beaten the Oilers three times. And going into the season, the Oilers are supposed to be that team, right? One of those teams. And now since they're the worst team in the league, that record seems a little different because of the fact that the Canucks have four wins against the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Anyways, Begsy. Oh, I get what... I get what you're saying, man. Do do your thing. I know you got the fancy stats. Break it down because I don't even know what the hell PDO is. PDO? PDO? Break it down. Oh, man. Well, well, PDO is really a a measure of luck. It combines your on-ice shooting percentage and your on-ice save percentage. And usually it's around 100. um, And maybe good teams are up at around like 102, 103. The Canucks right now have a PDO of 109, Okay with an on-ice shooting percentage of 14.1%, which leads the league, and an on-ice save percentage of 95.1%, which also leads the league. So, yes, your Vancouver Canucks have the best shooting percentage and the best save percentage in the NHL, uh, which gives them, again, a PDO of 1.09, which, again, it's over a full season. Nothing's ever been close to that mark. The second team right now in the NHL is the Boston Bruins at 103.7, and then the Vegas Golden Knights at 103.6. Uh, so, again, the top three teams in the NHL all have the best PDO. That's probably not a huge coincidence. But, Dude. again, you look at the Vancouver Canucks and the underlying numbers. Uh, I'll throw this to you, Kyle. You know, in terms of goals for, again, the Canucks have at even strength scored 36 goals. And they've only allowed 14. So, that 36 goals for is tied for the league lead with the LA Kings in terms of even strength goals. And their 14 goals against is the lowest total in the NHL. So, they're absolutely dominating. Uh, on the goal uh, on the goal count um, at even strength, but their expected goals for it ranks in the bottom 
uh, fifth of the league. They have the fourth worst expected goals uh, in the N- expected goals percentage in the NHL at forty four point five percent. So again, that's just the nerdy way of saying that you know, based on you know scoring chances and all that at even strength, the Canucks are only expected to have a forty four percent goal share. Uh, so yeah, there's a huge discrepancy there, and it does mean the Canucks are bound to regress at some point. Now, are the Canucks fraudulent? I don't think so. And I'm going to tell you why. I think this team has elite finishers, and that's automatically going to boost. Um, it, some of that stuff's not going to show in the fancy stats, right? Yeah. You know, JT Miller last night snipes it from the half ball. Pedersen, one-timer from the point. I mean, uh, Brock Besser with another great shot. I mean, if these guys keep playing at this level, and even if they drop down a level and, you know, because right now Miller, Hughes, and Pedersen are like three of the top six scorers in the NHL. That might not keep up, but... You know, based on the skill at the top of the Canucks lineup, I don't see this team being fraudulent. No way. Um, no way. And again, dude. as long as the goaltending holds up too, it doesn't have to be league best, but I think it's going to be top, one of the top tandems in the league. So there are a number of reasons why I definitely don't think the Canucks are fraudulent. But yeah, they're not going to win 80% of their games. They're not going to have a PDO of 1.9, uh, 1.09 uh, the whole season. Dude, there shouldn't be so much of an emphasis on luck when connecting it with save percentage. I get where the rationale is coming from, but dude, we got good goaltending. And partially, like partially, you could again associate that with luck. Casey DeSmith, rock solid off the jump, right? This guy's looking like he's worth way more than a fifth round pick. But at the same time, we got Thatcher Demko. He's one of the most talented goaltenders in the hockey world. That's not lucky. That's just the fact that the Canucks and Jim Benning did their thing. Okay, they got that guy in between the pipes, and he's doing his thing. Yo, you brought up the fact that this team has elite t- talent at the top, bro. I feel as if the season has been moving so quickly that we haven't really stopped and. Just kind of taking in how much high-end talent we actually have at the top. Because I don't think we talk enough about Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, and I guess we do talk about Besser a bit, a bit more this season. But Kuzmenko and Mikheyev, and Kuzmenko is just turning more and more into a, I wouldn't say like a two-way player, but he's definitely more involved in every facet of the game. And Mikheyev is just so smart. Definitely a player that Toronto should have not let, let go of, for real. He's too good at hockey. He's so cerebral. He's so smart. The Canucks have really good players, and that whole notion that they have elite players it can't be understated okay three three players with 20 plus points that's not a fluke Patterson Hughes and Miller I know y'all y'all in the east again been sleeping on the Canucks rightfully so because they've sucked but those three individually speaking as it as teammates they haven't been able to compile their superpowers and create this super team in the past but right now they're doing just that the Canucks they're a super team they're a super team individually speaking Quinn Hughes Pedersen and Miller, again, and now Demko, those guys have all shown in the last three or four years at times, and for guys like Miller and Pedersen and Hughes, consistently over the last couple of years, that they're some of the best players in hockey. Okay, I want to say this before we continue, because we forgot to say it during the recording, and it's pretty obvious, right? And people in the East may think this is not true, but it is the truth. Uh, There's another level to Elias Pedersen's game. He's leaving a little bit off the table. And it is what it is because nobody can be perfect. But just remember, <laughs> there's another level that we haven't seen yet. And that's going to that's gonna help with the PDO. It really is. Also, uh, the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Gotta say this. Uh, they had 9,300 comments on a Reddit post <laughs> talking about that Sharks game they played last night where they lost. 9,300 <laughs> comments. So the Oilers fans are sad, pissed, full of agony. And that is filling up my heart, okay? Merry Christmas. Let's get back to the show. That they're some of the best players in hockey. And now, again, they happen to 
not just be on the same winning team. They just happen to be doing the most. They're, they're, again, I don't know what happened in the summer, but I feel as if I don't even think these guys hung out in the summer. Demko, Hughes, Patterson, Miller, no way they did. They, they all live different lives, different parts of the world, doing their thing. But I think individually speaking, they just had this inner monologue with themselves that they were going to will this team to victories. And when all four of them are doing that, and then you you know, you know throw in the DiGiuseppes, the Bessers, the Mikheyevs, uh, the, the Pia Suters, uh, the Ian Coles, like everyone just everyone is just playing out of their minds right now. Oh, dude, Philip Peronic. We didn't bring up Philip Peronic when I'm talking about these elite players. Philip Peronic is so good. So good at hockey. And if you think that he's being propped up by Quinn Hughes, whatever. Uh, whatever Eastern bias. Dude, watch the games. There's been, I think there's been already two games or three games this season where I think Quinn Hughes has not been that good. Where he hasn't been, like, perfect. But Philip Peronic has been perfect in those games. Yesterday, he was probably one of our best players. Yeah, I, I, com- I completely agree. And we talk about the finishing ability on this team. You know, you look at, let's go look at the top 30, even the top 32, if you, you know, 32 team league. Of the top 32 scores in the league, five of them are Vancouver Canucks. You have Pedersen, you have Hughes, you have Miller. Those guys are three of your top six. You have Besser in the top 20, and you have Heronic uh, tied for, uh, or at 28th overall in the NHL right now in terms of points. So, uh, again, in a league where, you know, theoretically, uh, in a parity-driven league, you know, maybe one a player from each team cracks the top 32 in scoring. The Canucks have five guys in the top 32 in scoring wow. right now. So, um, again, the finishing ability on this team is elite. And, and yeah, honestly, there's going to be games where they're going to run to a hot goalie. Uh, and I think Ottawa's biggest downfall this season is they don't have great goaltending. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going to be nice to play guys like Jake Ottinger or Schuster can beat us, you know. They're... So it's not going to be easy going every night, but uh, man, oh man, I just think there's too much finishing ability for this team to really uh, be fraudulent. Dude, the Canucks aren't frauds. They're stacked. I'm going to say it again. The Canucks aren't, they're not frauds. They're stacked. I'm going to say it for a third time. The Canucks are not frauds. They're actually stacked. They're stacked. They've compiled their superpowers and they're doing incredible things. And as a sports fan, it's really good to see your team win in all different ways. Win in all different ways. And it's early in the season, right? Uh, we just talked about the Edmonton Oilers being the real frauds and maybe not a good team. And, again, the Canucks have picked up six points uh, against them. Look, this team, again, short season, has played really well against the Rangers and the Dallas Stars. They have. They have. Yeah. Like, incredible games. Yeah, they- like, solid, solid, top-heavy, elite style of hockey games were played against those two prominent teams. The Canucks are not frauds. They're stacked. You know who else is helping this team be stacked? Dude, it's your favorite player. The reason why you wake up every morning, the the reason why you believe that you still have a chance in this thing called your life, Trevor, it's PDG. How impressive is this to you, man? Yeah, PDG, such a such a fantastic and surprising fit on the Canucks de facto top line there. Uh, and maybe I'll pump PDG's tires on the other side here uh, on a quicker episode here of Locked On Canucks. Talk a little PDG and one other guy who I thought's really stepped up recently, and we'll do a very quick weekend preview as the Canucks play the Leafs, and the Habs this weekend. Before I do that, if you run a solo small business, you're an army of one, but you still need a CPA, bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and more. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of business. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. Collective knows that if you're a business of one and that make, and you make over $80,000 a year, you will find the most value from their services. 
join the south the thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of ten thousand dollars per year on taxes with their structure right now collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on nhl and tell them locked on nhl sent you that's a 550 dollars value for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on nhl and tell them locked on nhl sent you that's collective.com slash locked on nhl and tell them that locked on nhl sent you i also gotta let you know there's a lot of uncertainty in the world today and it's important to be prepared you know if i'm out camping in the wilderness with my family you know i'm already planning the road trips in 2024 baby being in the great outdoors okay you know what i want to be prepared in case of an emergency that's why I use the Jace case. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace case now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications as be- that best fit you and your family's unique needs. And hey, help this wealth, baby. And if you want to spread the health and the wealth, you can buy a Jace gift card for your family or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of your own. So go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at jasemedical.com. Okay, okay, you're back on another episode of Locked on Canucks. My name Kyle Bowen. That is Trevor Bags. More importantly, though, this is the show that gives you your Canucks every day. Hit the like button and the subscribe button if you did enjoy the show. And if you didn't, don't do it. Don't do it. I know we are all Canucks, but uh, don't lie to yourself, okay? If you didn't watch or if you didn't enjoy the show and you didn't like it, don't do it again. Don't lie to yourself. Save the world with one less lie at a time. Man, oh, man. You know who saved us yesterday? All right, we're going to get right into it. Again, another quick episode, okay? We got to do this quickly. It's the, it's not the holidays, but it, it, it's, a, it's a long weekend, and we got things to do, okay? Uh, you know who saved us yesterday, and I truly do believe this? It's PDG. It's PDG. Yeah. yeah that play he made in the third period, shout out to Ian Cole, too, but the way that PDG received that puck in the neutral zone, he crosses the blue line, he slows down the game. It's something that I didn't know he was capable of. He feeds it to JT Miller, and Miller, man, JT Miller. I mean, I don't know if this is... Uh, if, it, if it's fair to say, but is he the new most underrated player in hockey? Maybe. Honestly, I still think JT Miller is underrated in this market <laughs> with all the uh, the flack the guy's gotten over the years, but just an incredible hockey player. But yeah, on PDG, I mean, I just think he's clicking so well on that line, right? And I, and I was skeptical of that line going into the season. Then they've just hit the ground running, putting up points, playing against the other team's best players. And there's just so many things working with this team right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, another guy who I wasn't sold playing with Pedersen and Kuzmenko, I thought he was the safe option. I'm, I'm coming clean right now. Come clean. Ilya Mikhaev. And man, oh man, we're seeing the best version of Ilya Mikhaev in Vancouver right now. Uh, another a couple more bingos last night. Um, he looks speedier. He looks more dangerous. He looks confident with the puck. He looks, you know, solid and reliable defensively. I mean, Mikhaev and PDG as mm-hmm. complementary players in your top six have really, really worked right now. And again, going back to PDG in particular, uh, <laughs> you want to talk about value. This guy probably is the biggest value contract in the league, making the league minimum for this year and next season. And, you know, so yeah, screw that PDO we talked about, man. <laughs> you know, the Canucks are 
getting some value, right? They're shooting above their, they're punching above their weight class. They're scoring more goals than the PDO says they should, than the fancy nerds say they should. And guess what? PDG is also performing way above expectations as well. No, I love it, man. Again, he's uh, he's somebody that has never given up, and I'm pretty sure he's 30 years old as well, or around that age. And yeah, yo, he's uh, you know how we used to hang up posters on a wall when we were younger? You know, Naslin Bertuzzi, Roberto Luongo. Uh, they were in my bedroom for a long time, bro. A long time. Pretty much up until the age of 19 and 20, I had pictures of these sweaty men in my bedroom, okay? Dude, I may have to get a poster of PDG to keep the dream going because, bro, he didn't have to be here. I think he had multiple roadblocks in his way to keep this dream from not being a thing. And he's finally been given the the longest leash ever. And it's a top six role in a prominent mar- mar- uh, market. And he's playing with, again, one of the most underrated players in hockey, JT Miller. And I think JT Miller just loves PDG. I feel as if JT Miller is the one that vouches for him, you know? Never take this guy off my line. He's such a cerebral. He's, uh, it's such an interesting, interesting thing to say, but now watching him play, he's cerebral in his own way because this guy doesn't have, like, peak athleticism. He's not the fastest player in the world, but I see the way he forechecks, and he's, like, hunting players down in his own pace, and it's pretty, pretty incredible to watch, man. You know, Rutherford said, right, if everything goes right, this team is making the playoffs Okay, PDO aside, everything is going right. Everything is going perfect for this team right now. And I do feel as if, going into the weekend, Toronto-Montreal, this team is going to keep the ball rolling. And I think it's a good thing that a guy like Pedersen, who said he played soft yesterday. Pedersen said that to himself. I played soft. Not my best game. I think it's a good thing that the Vancouver Canucks, a great thing that they're finding different ways to win, A, and B, they're coming off one of their worst performances offensively yesterday. I know they scored five goals, but just they just... It was a boring game. That was one of the most boring games I've watched in a long time. And now they're going into Toronto, prime time. Everyone's talking about this PDO. Everyone's talking about, oh, is it, this team's getting lucky. I think they're going to show the hockey world tomorrow that they're going to be legit for the rest of the season. I love that swagger, Kyle. And uh, I, I tend to agree with you. I think you know, good teams and good players will find motivation mm-hmm. uh, to perform, right? It's the, as much as I hate this guy, it's the, you know, the Tom Brady mentality, right? And you talked about that yeah. recently. Um, Quinn Hughes, by the way, I was reading in The Athletic, shout out to Thomas Drance and his article that uh, Quinn Hughes was reading a book on the plane and it had Ooh. to do with uh, athlete performance. Uh, so I know <laughs> Kyle, you're a big, you're a big, you're a big book guy. You know, check out all week with Kyle Bowen. Kyle's <laughs> other podcast network, he's got 28 shows, including uh, What the f*** You Reading? Uh, there we go. Kyle is reading right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, again, good f- players find a way to motivate themselves. And Kyle, I think you're right. Um, all this talk about the Canucks being fraudulent, being lucky. They should use that as motivation to go prove otherwise. And, but you know what? Speaking of being lucky, they played the Ottawa Senators on a, on their second night of a back-to-back last night. Now they played the Maple Leafs. They're going to play the Maple Leafs on the second night of a back-to-back on Saturday. The Maple Leafs host Calgary on Friday. Montreal on Sunday, the Canucks will be on a second game of night of back-to-backs, but the Canadians will also be on a second night of back-to-backs because they play Boston on Saturday. So schedule makers, for once, doing the Canucks some favors. Uh, and about damn time, man. This team travels further than any other team in the NHL. So, um, yeah, it's, it's about damn time the schedule makers do some favors. One last thing I'll say about the weekend games. Uh, Phil Giuseppe, native of Ontario, actually a native of a uh, neighborhood called Maple, Ontario. Uh, which is in uh, Vaughn, uh, just a, a suburb outside of Toronto. I think Philly Giuseppe is going to get a bingo against the uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's what I'm predicting there. So, yeah, I, the Canucks, you know, they're going to lose a game at some point. 
I don't know if it's this weekend. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but I think, you know, at least they're going to maybe prove the world wrong against the Toronto Maple Leafs in particular. That one would feel pretty nice. Dude, you just told me that Quinn Hughes is reading books now. I put that put out that report. I don't know if it's true or not. You know, I, I, hey, you, I'm just Kyle Bowen, okay? My connections are my connections, okay? If you know, you know, okay? I reported last year that Patterson was reading books too. Look what happened. Boom, bam. Reading does fix everything. I also want to just note one more thing before I get out of here. A couple of years ago, or I guess like a year and a half ago, or whatever it was, when Boudreaux came in and Rutherford and Alvin also joined afterwards, uh, Rutherford alluded to the fact that, yeah, the team was winning, but it was only because of Thatcher Demko. I heard this on the radio yesterday. I think Sat and uh, Bick brought it up again. And that was just so alarming. Like, oh, wow. Like, I can't, I forgot that, that that happened, you know? We were winning a lot of games, and the people at the top are like, yeah, we're getting lucky. We're, this, is, this is PDO. This is PDO. This is PDO. Whatever we're seeing right now, again, they're going to prove it tomorrow because it's going to be another quote-unquote great team, good team, Toronto Maple Leafs, blah, blah, blah. The Canucks are going to prove it tomorrow. Uh, like, have fun tomorrow. Take some time off work if you're working on Saturday. Get home early. Make your favorite meal. Order your favorite chicken wings or, you know, deep-fried Brussels sprouts. It's 2023, whatever it is. And just enjoy your Saturday with your family, with your friends. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Hey, maybe you'll hear me after the game, too. You never know. You never know, right? It's locked on Canucks. You're Canucks every day. And go Canucks, go, man. We are all Canucks. We are all Canucks. The West Coast bias. Screw the rest. Champagne problems. Embrace the hate because it's coming because nobody wants to see us win. Nobody wants to see us win. Trevor, sign us out. Amen, brother. The West Coast bias is alive and well, and your Vancouver Canucks, again, are one of the best teams in the entire NHL. Let's go. Speaking of that West Coast bias, you know, the BC Lions as well play a playoff game Saturday. I'm stoked for Saturday afternoon, man. BC Lions, uh, if they win, they make it to the Great Cup. Canucks and Leafs, going to be a great Saturday. And then again, Canucks and Hats on Sunday. We got you covered with everything that happens over the weekend on Mondays at the sort of Lockdown Canucks. We're going to bring out the Canucks Goats of the Week once again and talk everything about your Vancouver Canucks here on Lockdown Canucks. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs. That guy's Cowbound. Have yourselves a damn good weekend, and we'll talk to you next time here on Locked On Canucks.